G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Our Middle East reporter Ron Ross joining me on the phone once again. Welcome back. Thank you, Tracy. These peace talks in the Middle East, President Barack Obama and Israel's Prime Minister, what's the story? Well, it's an interesting time to observe Uh, But quite frankly, I would say publicly, we're not going to know a great deal. Uh, A fair bit of uh, serious talk will take place behind closed doors. And I'd expect uh, without leaks, it will remain there. Uh, But prior to the talk starting today, um, Prime Minister Netanyahu said the tango in the Middle East needs at least three. For years, there have been two, Israel and the USA. Now it needs to be seen if the Palestinians are also present. In any case, in order for us to have an agreement, we must uphold our vital interests. Uh, I'm sure that sentence was in there for the sake of his audience back at home. And the situation in Syria, it's still not great for Christians there, and now protection money is being asked for. Yeah, the situation over there is quite ghastly from a Christian point of view. Uh, Radical Muslim rebel groups in Syria... Uh, are shaking down the Christian population for protection money and it's to be given to them in the form of gold. A document was released by the Islamic State in Iraq and the Levant. The group stated that a protection pact was coordinated and reached in a meeting last Thursday with 20 Christian leaders. The authenticity of the two-page document could stoke fears among Syria's Christian minority population Uh, that they are becoming targets by extremists looking to overthrow President Bashar al-Assad. It underscores the fact that as a Christian, you're left with the choice between siding with a dictator or siding with the rebels. Jordan Sekulow, the executive director of the American Center for Law and Justice, uh, said last week. Yeah, I mean, it's not a good situation, is it? Because obviously they don't have money to pay protection with, so it just gets worse, doesn't it? We probably need to uh, emphasise that it's in uh, countries where Islamic law or Sharia law is in play, uh, Christians are treated as a minority group and have to be pay what, uh, paid a tax known as the Jizra. And uh, the document stated that this tax could be paid in two annual instalments by all adult Christians. In addition to agreeing on payment for protection, the Christian leaders in Raqqa reportedly agreed to refrain from refurbishing churches, uh, to hold back on religious symbols, such as displaying crosses in public, to adhere to a modest uh, dress code, and uh, from refrain from trading in pork and alcohol in public. And what about the situation for Christians in Egypt then? Well, it's interesting that the new Egyptian government was signed in last week and the uh, uh, new Prime Minister Ibrahim Malad in a press conference has said that uh, their first issue is to try and uh, restrict or restrain uh, 
the Islamist uh, terrorists. Uh, Field Marshal Abdel el-Sisi will remain as Commander-in-Chief of the Egyptian Armed Forces, uh, but it's only a matter of time before he becomes uh, the Egyptian President. Uh, the new Prime Minister in detail, Ibrahim Malab, announced at the press conference that his government will do all it can to eliminate Islamic terror and to revive the economy of the country. Specifically, he mentioned tourism. Uh, I still recommend that that's not an exciting place to visit. No, absolutely not. Now, there's been a report in, in one of the papers in Brunei that's saying there's certain religious words that we're not allowed or they're not allowed to use anymore. In fact, as many as 19 of them. Yes, the uh, Brunei Times uh, said that the Sharia nation Brunei has banned non-Muslims from using 19 religious words associated with Islam. Christianity Today has said that the banned words include Mumin, which means believer, Salat, which means prayer, Al-Quran, the Quran, and even Allah, the generic Arab term for God often used by Christians in that area of the world. In addition to the banned words, legal officials announced new punishments and fines for offences, and uh, the fines go up to $4,000 or a year in prison, or stoning to death uh, in the case of convicted adultery. A Muslim who surrenders his child into the care of a non-Muslim can receive up to five years jail or be fined $20,000. That's to make sure that no non-Muslims act in a role as an educator or a nanny. Here's a story that doesn't surprise me, really. I think it's been well known for us, but perhaps it's the first time they've admitted it. Hamas is saying that human rights is against Islamic culture. Yeah, they've been... uh, Hamas said that they have a real problem uh, with the United Nations curriculum uh, that could spoil the Islamist movement's ongoing efforts to stir the hearts and minds of Palestinian children to wage jihad against the enemies of Islam. Hamas wants Palestinian children to be taught how to become suicide bombers and seek the death of Jews and infidels. Now, this is a serious accusation, and the story was written by my good friend, the Arab journalist Khaled Abu Tomei, and he said that Palestinian schoolchildren in the Gaza Strip have been denied the opportunity to learn about human rights after the Hamas government determined that such a subject dangerously contravenes Palestinian and Islamic culture. A story from Israel just before we go. New legislation there giving Arab Christians a new status. Uh, This is an amazing story. And as I've said, I'm very excited about how things are developing in Israel, opening the door for greater freedom for Christians. This new law gives the 160,000 Christians in Israel their own committee representatives. Christians will receive separate representation on the advisory committee for equal opportunity in employment after the parliament, the Knesset, passed the first law differentiating Christians from other Arabs. The new law, which passed with 31 in favour and 6 against, expands the advisory committee by giving the 160,000 Christians in Israel their own representative. A very exciting day for the Christians over there. Finally, some good news. Ron Ross, our Middle East reporter, always good to chat. We'll catch up with you again next week. Thank you, Tracy.
Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts. Or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.